Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design 101. How to design a beautiful home and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and life. Who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty, and my team and I do the best damn design in the country. But I'll help you create a beautiful design that is also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone. I am so excited about today. We are gonna be talking about what the heck a floor plan reading is. You've probably seen me talk about it online and on my website or even, I don't know, heard about it through a client. But I'm sure you're wondering like, well, what the heck is it? What exactly does that mean? I don't understand. I get it. It can be really weird because it's something that is new or different or something that you haven't heard of. And that's why I'm excited about today because you're gonna find out more about what exactly this floor plan reading thing is all about and what it is, who it's for, and why the hell it matters, right? Like. Why does this matter? So as mentioned in the intro earlier, uh, I am an interior designer, feng shui practitioner, and I specialize in floor plan readings. So what the heck is a floor plan reading? Well, what I'm gonna do is give you an example. This week, I'm working on several projects, but I have a kick-ass floor plan that I really wanna to talk to you guys about today. Um, this floor plan is by a client by the name of Deborah. She purchased a new home, well, new to her, I should say, uh, in the hills of Nashville. And when I say hills of Nashville, uh, that sounds the banjos, meth labs, and hillbilly raucous. Raucous? I think that's a word, right? Um, but to her, it's a perfect house. But there may have been banjos, labs, and raucous, I don't know, prior to her purchasing it, more than likely. I mean, it's really out in the sticks, which is exactly what she wanted. And if you hear bells in the background, that's Miss Winnie Pooh. She's the black and white CEO of this operation. Right, Miss Winnie Pooh? That's a whole nother story. She's the kitty from Oklahoma. Anyways... Deborah is a perfect candidate for today's podcast because she is all about beautiful design that's energy aligned. She is what I call a true honey heart. She's ready, willing, and able to create what I call a honey haven. So what does that mean? If you're new to the show and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, a honey heart is someone who loves on their house. They love on her hard. She wants to treat her like the family member that she is. One of my number one first rules that I always have my clients do is think about their home in a new way. First and foremost, give her a name or him. I always make it a her. You want to name your home and nurture her and honor her. By giving to her in this way, the result that comes out of it when we get the energy right and then we create this beautiful space with oh, amazing, pretty interior design, 
What results is what I call a honey haven. That is a beautiful home design that's energy aligned, literally inside and out. Who doesn't want that, right? I say yes to that. So Deborah has named her home Lulu. And the one thing that I always say about naming your home is, you know, you have to meet her. You have to live with her a little bit, get to know her, and then it'll come to you. And Deborah was sitting out on her new deck, and it just came to her. Her name was Lulu. Lulu is about 30 years old, and this gal has not been loved on in a while. The previous owners built her with a lot of love and appreciation, but holy cow, did that quickly wear off. The day that I met Lulu, I drove up this super steep hill. And by the way, I completely missed the driveway. I was driving around and I was like, where the hell is this house? Like, I cannot find it. And I finally found this ominous driveway that is gravel and goes up a very steep hill and winds around a mountain. And I was sure I was in the wrong place. But this was, in fact, Lulu. And when I got to the top of the hill... I got out of my car and the previous homeowners were in the garage like cleaning up and and still collecting their crap basically. I mean this garage was still filled with so much stuff and I was really confused because they no longer owned this home. The closing date, everything was final the day before so technically at this point they were trespassing. But as a feng shui practitioner I put on my detective hat and I was like, hmm, well, this is interesting. So I just kind of took notice that the homeowners, one, were not uh, following the rules, which was interesting. And two, what was this going to do with Deborah? Because Deborah and her crew were on their way over with a massive moving truck. And they were assuming that they were going to be putting all of their items into the garage that was still filled with all of the previous homeowner's stuff. Oh my gosh, so much junk, like old cars, tools. I mean, imagine a garage filled with all of these tools from a man and a woman, uh, this husband and wife that had lived there for 30 years. That's 30 years worth of shit in a garage. And I knew, I knew that conflict was going to erupt. But I also knew that there was likely things in the floor plan that led to this. But I hadn't seen Lulu yet, hadn't met her. So I just made a note. So when I started looking around, it was no surprise to me that this is how things were unfolding because it was written in the floor plan. Her floor plan is difficult and you combine that with the lack of love that these homeowners were giving to her for the last 30 years and you have double trouble. So what is it that I saw in this floor plan? First and foremost, the downstairs of this home is entirely a basement. It was built into a workshop. This man, uh, the previous homeowner, was actually a pretty good builder. He built this home, and the intention was that he was going to um, make this entire space his workshop because he was a carpenter. And so the entire downstairs, it's about a 1,000 square feet, is a garage 
and a workshop. So that means that the entire main part of the house is upstairs. So what that means in feng shui is that when you're looking at this from an energetic standpoint, that means that your space is unstable. Why? Because you have all of that movement going on underneath your feet of the main part of your home. The main part of your home is your foundation. It's where you're rooted. It's where things start. And in this case, where they don't start, where they can't get rooted, where things can't be stable because there's too much movement underneath. Secondly, the front door, which I found difficult to find because there was so much crap in the way from the previous homeowner. Again, more junked up cars and tools and oh, so much. But as soon as I did find the front door and I opened it, I kid you not, I walked smack dab into a wall. So this is another thing that when you're talking about getting the energy alignment right into a home or with a home, this is the worst thing you can possibly have because your front door is your mouth of chi. So if your energy comes through your front door and this is the space where all of your energy comes to allow your space to thrive and nourishes every single area of your life and it immediately slams into a wall, that's bad news. Another thing that I noticed was there were a lot of walkways. Um, the house is, the actual house upstairs is not very large, but like for instance, you walk into their master bedroom, which then has a walkway that goes into the master bathroom. And from the master bathroom, there's another door to the closet. And on the other side of the closet is a door that goes to the washroom, which then has another door to it that goes back into the kitchen. This can result in being accident prone. And finally, because of all these doors and so many areas, this also can allow or result, I should say, in conflict and arguing. And that's exactly what I was experiencing with the homeowner still there. Moving is stressful. So to not be able to move your items into the home because the previous homeowner is still there and the instability was obvious, obviously this makes Deborah upset. So that's what my first day was like in meeting Lulu. But here's the difference between the previous homeowner and Deb. Deborah wants to get the energy right before we start doing any of the pretty. And let me tell you, Deborah and I have known each other for over a decade. We've known each other a long time. She was one of the first people to hire me when I first moved to Tennessee. She is so excited about the pretty part extremely excited about the pretty part. I am too, because we're going to do some kick-ass things to this house. But she knows how important it is to take the time to do these first steps to get the energy right. So we've started getting the energy in order, and we've started doing a lot of the, the feng shui adjustments to the house, and, and we're opening up the front doorway so that you're not walking into a wall. We're stabilizing the downstairs. We're remodeling and putting in a couple of offices, and we're putting up walls to really stabilize that area and root this house, give it a, give it a good root system. We've also put in some really great 
uh, paint colors. One of the main paint colors that I put downstairs is this really rich chocolatey brown with a gray undertone so that it's on trend, but it roots this home down so that they no longer have that instable feeling to it. And let me just say one of the other things to really get the energy right is when you are remodeling, it is so, so important to take into consideration the building materials that you're using. Use low voc paints. That means that they don't off gas. Be considered of the types of building materials that you use because a lot of the materials that are out there have really bad crap and chemicals in them. Formaldehydes, all kinds of toxins, that does not create good energy. That creates a very toxic environment that you're breathing in and can cause everything from headaches to insomnia, nausea, anxiety, and the list goes on and on. So, as I said, she and I cannot wait to get to the pretty part. We've started getting the energy right. We're starting to remodel the house in a way that, you know, really grounds the energy and, and gets you know, this space really rooted and, and gets Lulu moving in the right direction, so to speak. We're looking at uh, as many organic products that we can, sustainable products that are sourced locally. So we really narrow down that carbon footprint. Because remember, when we're talking about energy, it's also important to take care of Mama Earth too. But here's the cool thing. This is why I do floor plan readings. And this is why I do the work that I do. So that I can work with people like Deborah a true honey heart who understands why it's so important to get the energy right. She bought this home back in June and we're just now getting to the point to where we're starting to look at the decoration and the pretty part. We've spent the last two months just really working on getting the energy right in the home and really getting the space in a proper alignment to accept the beautification of it. Beautiful energy equals a beautiful space. And let me tell you, Lulu feels a thousand times different than the first day that I met her. She's lighter. The energy is easier. It's more graceful. Oh my gosh. And it is so much easier to breathe in this home. There's happiness in the air now. It feels happier. The first day that I was there, it felt like tension. You could cut it with a knife. It was so thick. You must have beautiful energy to get a beautiful home. Beautiful home design that's energy aligned is what creates a true honey haven. It feels good inside and out. And trust me, I know what you're thinking. You're telling me to name my house and talk to her too? Holy crap, lady, you sound like crazy woman. I get it. I so get it. But yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you to do. I'm saying, come on over, join the circus, join the tribe, because over here in our fun tent, we're brewing up some serious house magic. To get the life that you want and to help your family really thrive, and this includes your animals as well, you need a beautiful home design that's energy aligned to get what you want in life. It's that simple. Because the things that are closest to you have the greatest effect on you. So be bold, be indulgent, but most importantly, be diligent about getting that energy right first. You have to take the time because in order to cultivate self, you must cultivate home. I say that to my clients all the time. 
Create a beautiful home by designing spaces that are energy aligned to get the home and life you want. So when we're talking about what the hell a floor plan reading is, what I do is I take a look at your floor plan and I can see what's showing up in your life. I know exactly where you are struggling. I can see that you're stuck in your career. I might be able to see that you're not speaking up. I can see that your marriage is on the rocks. I can see that your child is anxious. I can see that you're struggling with infertility. I can see that you're having health issues. I can see all kinds of stuff. When I look at a floor plan, what I'm doing when I'm reading it is I'm looking at the details because there are things that are lurking in your floor plan that from a feng shui standpoint, from an energy standpoint, I can see how it's affecting you and showing up in your life. I've been studying feng shui and energy of the home for over 20 years. And let me just say, I still to this day work under a grandmaster. I still to this day work under somebody to make sure that I'm still learning and getting this information right. There is so much information that is false out there. There's so much false information about feng shui and they try to really simplify it and, and make it into something that um, I hear all the time that people do something and they don't get the results. And it's because they're not focusing on this aspect. There are design details in the Chinese practice of feng shui. This is something that they've been studying for over 4,000 years. They would experiment, they would explore, they would experiment some more, and then they would implement. And they started to see that the same type of details would show up again and again with the same kind of ramifications again and again. So for example, Deborah's front door walking into a wall, they saw that that design detail would block opportunities. And the reason it blocks opportunities is because your front door represents your mouth of chi. What does that mean? Your mouth of chi is where all energy enters your home and allows every single area of your life to thrive, or in this case, not thrive. You have to pay attention to the details. And so people will always ask, well, I'm not a feng shui expert. I don't have any idea how to read the energy in my home. But that's not true. You absolutely do. We have this thing called intuition and we have this thing called a gut. We've all experienced it. We've all had that feeling of walking into a space. I call it the Maribeth space. My dear friend Maribeth, her home feels like a warm hug. I can have a gazillion things going on in my day. I can be so busy, but I go over to her home and it all washes away. And all I want to do is sit down and share a cup of tea with her. I love Maribeth's home. It feels like a warm hug. Now on the flip side, we've all been in that house that you enter it and you can feel it in your gut. All you want to do is get the F out of there, right? We've all experienced it. That, that feeling is your intuition telling you that the energy is off. It is that simple. And if shit is going wrong in your life and you can't figure out what it is, if you can't pinpoint what it is, that is telling you that something is wrong. Pay attention. It's that simple. Pay attention to how you feel. We have become so hectic and busy has become the new rich 
that we're not even tuning in. And that's why you can spend $1,000, $10,000, million on decorating your home. But if you don't pay attention to that gut feeling, none of that matters. You have to get the energy right. You have to get the energy aligned to get the home and life you want. It's that simple. Create a beautiful home by designing spaces that are energy aligned. All right. So number one, the tip of this podcast, pay attention to how you feel. When you purchase a home, there's this thing, like in Deborah's case, that's called predecessor chi. So that predecessor chi, what that means is that there's a residue remaining in your home from the previous homeowner. And even if your home is brand spanking new and not a single person has ever lived in there, the land could possibly have predecessor chi. You got to remember, land is old. It's way older than you. Where do you think that saying comes from? Older than dirt, right? So make sure that you pay attention to how you feel. Tune in, slow down, pay attention. You want to get the energy right. So the first thing that you need to do is just understand how you feel. And if, you, if something feels off, then you know that the energy is wrong. And the easiest thing that you can do to start getting your space right is to clear your space. And it's really easy to clear your space. You can head on over to our blog at gatesinteriordesign.com forward slash blog. All you have to do is put in space clearing. I have a ton of really great blogs on step-by-step instructions of how to clear your space. Very easy. But the one thing that people always forget or don't know to do is to set up an altar. Make sure that you set up an altar when you clear your space. Because if you go in there and you're banging around on your energy and stirring shit up, it has to have a place to go. If it doesn't, if you don't integrate your space gently, things are going to blow up and you don't want that. So integrate and make sure you really create ceremony around it. Remove that negative energy and be sure to thank your guides, your gods, your fairies, whatever the hell it is that you want to speak to. Really create ceremony around clearing your space. That's the first step to starting to get the energy right in your home. Make sense? Okay, let's summarize. Are you a true honey heart? Because if you are, you're someone that really resonates to what I'm talking about. You're someone who loves on her home hard. And you want to create a dream space that feels and becomes a honey haven. Ah, gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. How does the energy feel in your home? Plain and simple. How do you feel? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel nauseous? Do you constantly experience headaches? How's your health? Your finances? Do you have supportive people in your life? How's your relationships? Start tuning in and paying attention. And clear your space. It's really easy to do. The tools are available. There's so many great tools on our website. Be sure to go there and be sure to set up that altar. Create a beautiful design that's energy aligned. 
to get the home and life that you want. Listen, trust me when I say this, you deserve this. Oh my gosh, there's so much shit energy in the world right now. And everybody's defaulting to what I call these below the cross emotions of anger and hate and crankiness and, you know, stop, just stop doing it. Start getting the energy right. I trust me, if you can get the energy right in your home, you'll start to feel better. It has nothing to do about with this decoration and making it more pretty. I've been there. I did it. If you listen to the first podcast, I told you my story about how, man, if I could just put more pretty in here, if I could just make it more pretty, if I just give it more pretty, it'll make it feel better. It has nothing to do with the pretty. The pretty gets elevated and becomes the honey haven that you want when you get the energy aligned right. Create a beautiful design that's energy aligned to get the home and life that you want. All right, everyone. You know what I'm going to say. Trust the vibe because the energy don't lie. Thanks for joining me today, everyone. This is Amanda Gates on Home Energy Design 101. I'm going to be back next week to teach you what exactly your floor plan reading should look like. So one of the big questions that I always get is, oh my gosh, I want to partake in this. I want to I do more of this. This sounds amazing. But what do I do? How do I do this? What I'm going to do is I'm going to go over how to draw a floor plan so that you can have a better understanding of how to read your own floor plan to find out or learn about the key factors that are creating misalignment in your home. So when I say things like, are you feeling anxious? Are you struggling in your career? Is your relationship on the rocks? I'm going to give you tools so that you know what to draw and how to draw it um, to give you some quick tips on getting that floor plan drawn up correctly. And then the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the top five disruptors. These are the things that really F up your energy. And if you just know these five things and never learn anything else, these things will change your life. It's going to be awesome. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this.